Welcome back, football fans, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of All Things Football. Today we have a schedule breakdown here for you. Chase, how you feeling? Feeling good, feeling good, right? This is as close to football as we're going to get for a couple months, right? The schedule release is like the last big thing until training camp. So I'm sure every football fan's already been over their schedule, figured out when they what games are going to win, when they're away, what, you know, what time periods are the best to play in. So uh, I, th- it's always fun to devour the schedule in the off season. Yeah. But it's definitely one of those things that, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think it matters too much, but it's fun to kind of think about what could affect your team. Yeah. Um, you know, the breaks you get, um, the, you know, what the hardest part, like where are you playing the hardest teams is at the end of the year, is the beginning year. So, so lots to go over here. So this is what we kind of got for you guys today. We're going to talk about who's got the hardest schedule as well as who has the easiest schedule. I do think, um, I do think there is a, such a thing as hard and easy. And we'll kind of go into that here. Um, and then as individual fans, right? So Chase with the Packers, me with the Chiefs, we just kind of wanted to do a deep dive specifically into those individual schedules, right? Not for all 32 teams. We don't care that much, but just our team specifically kind of give you our thoughts on that. And then talk about the amount of primetime games that each team got. Definitely some curious choices there yes. that the league chose to do there. So kind of give our thoughts on that. And then wrap it up with giving you our top five matchups for each of their primetime night game. So it's Thursday night football, top five, Sunday night football, top five, and Monday night football, top five, the games that we're most excited to see in primetime. All that and more here on All Things Football. Okay, Chase, so let's go ahead and get started here. The schedule was released. We now know the dates, the times, the when, the how of all 32 teams, every single matchup for 18 weeks of football. Cannot wait for the 2023 season to get started, but let's go ahead and take a look here at who we think might have the hardest schedule this upcoming season. Yeah, so when you're looking at the schedules, every fan thinks they have either an easy schedule or a hard schedule. There's very few people that are like, man, hey, this is just a nice schedule, right? A teacher like, wow, we're gonna win all of our games. Or man, they the league did us like that. But uh, looking at it, I think I singled out a team that has a pretty tough run, and it is the Buffalo Bills. They didn't really get too much better this offseason, and they've got they've got a crazy stretch of games at the end of their season, starting off with Cincy away. Then uh, they start off with Cincy away, I think week 10. Then they go from Cincy, they get Aaron Rodgers at home, then they have to go to Philly. They get a bye week and then they're playing in Kansas City. They get the Cowboys home. Then they have to go to Los Angeles to play Justin Herbert's Chargers, get a home matchup against Bill Belichick and finish the season down in Miami where it's like 100 degrees. So that's just that's a rough start. You know, it's hard to build momentum for the playoffs when you've got your hardest games all at the end of your season. That's just rough for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's, you know, that is tough. And that's kind of, um, I, I would agree that that's a, that's a tough schedule, especially to have towards, towards the end, right? They don't have anything, you know, spread out. You would love to have it kind of spread out where you have some easier games in between. So that's why I think with mine, I know this is kind of the, the consensus of the league as well. I think it's even literally like based on last year's, um, you know, oh, strength of schedule. percentage, the strength yeah. of schedule was, I picked the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, yeah. and, 
Um, so for me, and it's the same, it's the same thing. It's because of the stretch of their last, you know, their last some games there, the, the start of their season is going to be pretty easy. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, so are you clicking a pin or something? My bad. You're driving. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm driving this. okay. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> um, so they start off with New England. That should be easy. Minnesota, I don't think that'll be very hard. Tampa Bay, easy. Washington, easy. Los Angeles, Rams, easy. Then you get to, you know, the Jets. Um, that, you know, depending on how the Jets um, are going to be at that point, I think the Jets will, my concern with the Jets, and we'll kind of get into it later, is I don't know what they're going to be like at the start of the season, right? And so there, this, is, this would be week like six. And then they have Washington again. So they don't have... You know, a tough game, really. I would say, you know, you could you could pencil in maybe the Jets, but you don't. They don't have a tough game until Week Nine against Dallas, right? So the first eight weeks, um, we'll give seven because maybe the 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 Jets will be there. I mean, maybe Miami, but um, that's going to be at home. So I, I like them there. So the start off to their season is, is very good. I would be surprised if they're not, you know, at least seven and two by that point. Yeah, going into their bye week, and then after their bye week is when it gets freaking tough. They, they don't even get the luck of a bye week because the Chiefs are on the bye week at the same time, right? So it's not the Chiefs are going to be on extra rest. The Chiefs, we all know how good they are coming off of a bye. So the Phillies not only have to pay the Chiefs off of a bye, you know, off the Chiefs' bye, but they have to go into Arrowhead to do it. And it's a primetime yeah. game, which Arrowhead is going to be rocking. So definitely, Crazy. definitely going to be a tough game. But then they hit Buffalo. Then they hit San Francisco. And then Dallas again. And then Seattle. And then maybe New York, right? Not for sure what New York is going to be. I'm not too high on them, but at least that's at least Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Fran, Dallas, Seattle. So six games back to back to back to back to back to back like that. That's going to be, yeah. that's going to be rough. And then, uh, you know, they get to finish out with, you know, New York, Arizona, New York. I think those will be three easy games. So at least get yeah. to finish out the season going into the playoffs well off. Might even be able to rest some players there towards the end. But that stretch right there of those from weeks 9 to 15 are going to be a brutal stretch there for the Eagles. Kind of similar to what you pointed out with the Bills, where it's just all the hardest teams on your schedule are going to be back to back to back. Um, it, it, it's tough. You can look at it, it kind of like a blessing in disguise because it's going to get you ready for the playoffs, right? You're going to be weathered. These are playoff teams, right? There's teams that Philly is going to have to play in the playoffs. Um, to get to the Super Bowl again, and then going up against two of the top AFC contenders in Kansas City and Buffalo, who they might face in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So definitely, I think, important and worth it. But um, definitely, definitely a tough stretch for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I think the the only thing that I've seen a lot of people talking about, the Eagles kind of earned this schedule, right? They made it to the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills, you know, as good as record they had, they lost second round and they've got this rough schedule. They were a playoff team. They had, you know, I think they were the second seed, probably should have been the third seed. Who knows with that uh, DeMar Hamlin situation canceled a game there. But uh, I just think both of these schedules, we talked, you know, we talked about it and talk about it. Brutal end of season. That's when you need to get hot. And that's when you like to have your easier, you know, scheduled teams. And uh, neither one of these guys got that look. Neither one did. Neither one did. So, yeah, Eagles and Buffalo Bills, they're our hardest schedule. Let's go on the easiest schedule. Chase, give me your take here. Who's got the easiest schedule? All right. The Atlanta Falcons have the easiest schedule this year. They play two quarterbacks that I would that I think would be consensus top 10. Other than that, they get games like 
They play Bryce Young, so we don't know what he's going to be yet, right? But they play him week one. So they get rookie Bryce Young first first game. Historically, that's not a great game for rookies. Then you have the unknown in Jordan Love. You play Jared Goff week three. Then you have your first rough game against the Jaguars. Then you get CJ Strout coming in, another rookie on a bad Texans team. Get Sam Howell, who I was fond of last year, but still on a really bad Washington team. Baker Mayfield twice a year. You get the Tennessee Titans and Minnesota Vikings, which I'm not very fond of either or. Get the Cardinals and the Saints twice a year. You do have to play the Jets, and that is week 12. So that's going to be a rough one, but you're coming off a bye playing them. So, you know, you could buy late bye. Finish up your season with Indy, Chicago, and New Orleans. I, I honestly, this could be a low-tier playoff team win their division get into the playoffs type type of thing with this roster here. This is a very winnable roster, not too many rough games. And especially with your your rough games, the sad part is they're both away. But, you know, who you know, going to Jacksonville, not a big drive from Atlanta. New York is a little bit farther away, but you're staying in that time zone. You're not moving time zones like crazy. So well, they don't go I to like, Jacksonville. They play that game in, in London, remember? Oh, that's true. That's true. So that that is that is a little rough. That would be Jacksonville's first. So you both will have jet lag. So that kind of equals out that one. So, uh, yeah. So you're not. I mean, and I was looking at time zones. They're not going crazy across the country anywhere besides London. I did forget that, but yeah, I think this is their their best case scenario schedule wise. I mean, yeah. I mean, they don't. You know, obviously the NFC South is the worst division, and and yeah. Um, in the NFC, right? So being able to play the NFC South, um, someone's got to win it. Anybody, it's anybody's game, right? Yes. Um, and then they also have to play the AFC South, uh, the worst division <laughs> in the in AFC the or the AFC South in the AFC. So they they're they're set up about as good as can be, right? They're obviously within their division, right? The NFC South, so that's built into their schedule. Um, and in the AFC South is is there and then they played the nfc north which is is not really the powerhouse really that it, that it used that to it be, has right? been yeah um, exactly that it has been so all those games will be I don't know, maybe somewhat winnable like we'll see kind of what happens there towards the end they play those two games early on with green bay and detroit so we'll see kind of what the falcons are like but yeah i mean it's it's definitely not not a tough schedule um at all and especially that'll be especially good for a team that's going to be you know, bad for the Falcons, they might be able to squeeze out a positive win season, maybe nine wins, you know, get to nine wins, 10 wins, maybe even just do yeah. the fluff schedules, just depending. I just, I don't know if they did enough of their, on their defense to actually, to actually do it. Um, yeah, but we'll, yeah, I understand but we'll see if it's this, you know, the schedule is built for, for it to happen. Right. So crazier, crazier yeah. things have definitely happened. Um, yeah. my easiest schedule I'm going to give to you is going to be a, a top AFC contender and it's going to be actually the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think one due to the nature of their division, right. Um, so their division is not very good. So they can, I think they can easily win their division. I don't think, yeah. I don't think any team is going to be competing with them. Um, and then you look at the fact that the, the, they don't play, they play three top tier quarterbacks. They play Mahomes, they play Josh Allen, 
and they play Joe Burrows. Those would be the three biggest games. But when they play him, they play him spread out. Kansas City yeah. in week two at home. Um, week five against Buffalo. That's in London, right? But that's going to be their second game. So they're already going to be there. So they'll have the extra rest compared to Buffalo. Yes. So as much as it kind of sucks, it's still an advantage, right? That they'll have being out there. And then they play um, Cincinnati at home in week 13, right? So the toughest games against the toughest quarterbacks, minus Buffalo, they're getting at home. You can even throw San Francisco in there as well. Also a home game. So San Francisco has to come all the way across the country. They don't have to go. They can stay home. So the the toughest matchups are in favor of them because they're going to be at home. You can throw the Baltimore Ravens in there. That's going to be a week 15 game. That's home. So they just lucked out with all these crazy games at home. It's almost unbelievable that all of their hardest games, like if you took a look at their schedule, said these are the hardest games, obviously besides Buffalo, all at home, and it's all spread out. They're not going to have to go through this huge gauntlet towards the end of the season, like we said about the Eagles, like we said about the Bills, um, like the Chiefs will have to. They, they're they able to to sit at home literally and have everybody yeah. come to them and and to do that, they'll be well rested in between because they'll have the easier matchups in between. And so I just think, um, I think this schedule highly favors the Jackson Jaguars to to be a top seed team in, in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, just like we were talking about with the the Falcons, they play the NFC NFC South, so they get that easier matchup there. There they get you know six divisional games that I'm not really high on any of them. I think a couple of teams in there are going to be fun to watch. Like the Texans and Colts will be fun to watch, but not compete. And they also, you know, they, like you said, they play and then uh, 49ers come to town. Jacksonville got a bye week right before that. So they get an extra week to prepare Trevor Lawrence for this stiff link defense in the 49ers. That's the hardest defense they'll play all, all season. And they get a bye week to prepare for it. Like they are primed to make a run and I am ready for it. Yeah, the only downside right to their schedule is when they come back from London, which is wild to me. They don't have a bye when they come back from London, so they yes. play in London Sunday, October eighth, and then they have to play. Um, at least it's a home game, right? So they don't have to travel again, and they play at home. I'm gonna murder you if you keep clicking that pencil. I'm. <laughs> I will come through this computer and strangle <laughs> my bad. you. My bad. Hand. My bad. Um, um, but they get they get that out. So it's, it sucks. So it, I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, just due to that, if they drop that game to Indy. Um, but, yeah. um, you know, we'll see what happens. That's the only negative part of their schedule, I think, is is the fact that they don't have that buy when they're coming back from London. But other than that, I think it's, uh, I mean, for, I as, you know, facing the teams they have to face, right? You can't control that. They're going to have to play tough competition. Exactly. But how it fell to them schedule-wise is it just does not, it, it cannot get any better for the Jacks. I agree. I agree. that I like that's a very favorable schedule in Jacksonville's way. All right. Well, there you have it. There's the easiest schedule breakdown. So um, let us know in the comments who you think has the hardest schedule and why, and then who has the easiest schedule and why. Maybe we missed something. Maybe we overlooked something. Uh, maybe you disagree with us. Maybe you think the Jags might have a hard schedule. I don't know. Um, just let us know there in, in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Um, let's go ahead and move on. So, Chase, talk to us about the Green Bay Packers schedule for this upcoming season. 
All right, I've looked this over so many times. I honestly think this is a very favorable schedule in losing Aaron Rodgers and still being able to be a decent team, right? We had that unfortunate third place finish in our division, giving us easier opponents. We did, we drew a pretty good, you know, we're playing the, we're not playing like too crazy amount of, of talent wise. We, I know we play the, uh, the chiefs division, AFC West, but they, you know, the Raiders and the Broncos, they've been up and down. So who knows how good those guys are going to be. But, uh, I, I have looked this over, and I think our ceiling for, for the Packers, I think the schedule lays out and the way it dictates our opponents, I think we drop six games, and I think that would be – I think we're 11 and six, and then I have a question mark next to two. So any, anywhere between that six to eight schedule, I, and the way it plans out, we've got a bye week kind of earlier. So uh, That's super early. Yeah, like week six, I think, is our bye week. So yeah. that that's not the best. You know, we're gonna be gonna be hurt if we make the playoffs. You know, I think Packers are are destined for a playoff run here to show that, you know, the organization's better than Rodgers. But uh and we play a couple teams later in the year. Normally, you know, this year we drew the the stick where we have to go to Minnesota late in the year instead of Minnesota coming to us. That's kind of something that we look forward to, even though they're up in Minnesota, they're a dome team, so not used to the cold weather. They come to Green Bay. But uh, that didn't work out, and uh, we we start and begin our season in Chicago. So that's that's always something to look fun to. We get to start with them, beat them up then, and then end up with the at the uh, week eighteen and uh, beat them up again. So I just I love that we've got you know the Rams kind of in here mixed in with the we go you know we do travel a little bit, but we don't have to go to L.A. Well, both of our LA opponents, we play both Chargers and the Rams. If they come to Green Bay, that's great because Aaron Rodgers plays, or not Aaron Rodgers, but the Green Bay Packers play awful on that West Coast. So it's nice that we don't have to go over there. We do have to go play play the the uh, Raiders. Sorry, but I th- I think this is a favorable schedule for Green Bay. It didn't look too bad. I think the worst thing is the buy super early. Yeah, I mean, looking at that, I think you know. It's based. I mean, the best thing that that Aaron Rodgers could have done for you guys was give you that the the third seed or or you know finishing third in the division. So yes. whenever he left, you guys aren't facing you know the top tier talent. But I mean, within that, you guys are paired up against the NFC South, so that's not good teams, right? Um, the AFC West, you know, obviously you have the two top teams in there: Chiefs or Chargers. We know are going to be good. Yes. Raiders and Steelers are always like. I mean, this was supposed to be like the best division of football, like when all those other teams were making those moves and then it just hasn't come to fruition no. yet. And I don't think, I really don't think it will. I think, you know, the Chiefs and Chargers are head and shoulders above those two te- those other teams. So I, I don't think that, that that's that much of, of a gauntlet to have to go through. Um, but um, the good news is, is they, they get Kansas city, which is the toughest team they play um, late um in the season so it's not until week 13 so they definitely have plenty of time to get their bearings and kind of what their identity is as a jordan love led football team so i think that's the you know that's the best case scenario for them was to get their hardest the hardest team you know later on on in the season um to where you know if it was in the earlier season and you know it could be very demoralizing if love you know doesn't come out and play very well and you know they play really really poor um to the chiefs um, or just, you know, any one of these teams, really. And so I think, you know, just having that the harder team there towards the end, I think, is beneficial. But, yeah, I mean, very, 
very, very favorable schedule here. Um, I think this is, depending on, on Jordan Love, I think this is definitely um, at least a seven seed or six seed type type of, of schedule yep. that they can go in and, and, and sneak into to the playoffs and at least, you know, try to make one of those runs, but at least make it. So um, I won't, won't, won't commit to that yet, but I think the schedule is, is definitely set up for that to be able to happen. I agree. I agree. I was very, very happy with the schedule as a Packer fan. Yeah, that by the week says that's terrible. It's rough. That's it terrible. is terrible. But can't control it. All right, well, let's go ahead and take a right. look here then at the Kansas the City Chiefs. Super Bowl champions. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that's freaking awesome. So um this schedule um is I mean, it's it would. I mean, it is what it is. We've played a first team schedule for the past five years, and it really hasn't affected us at all. Um, we've been able to win our division every single year, be at least the number one seed, at least the number two seed. But so to me, I don't really care. You know, when we play teams, because we're going to play them, and it just is what it is. And we're gonna we're gonna at least beat the majority of them because the Chiefs have not lost more than four games in the Mahomes era. So. You're you're not going to get me to say here that we're going to lose more than four games yeah. um, on this schedule, no matter who or when we're playing, right? Uh, a big fan of the opening night against the Detroit Lions. If you watched or listened before, you said I actually called that matchup as I thought that would be the, the matchup and that I would go with. So I was excited to see um, that happen. I think that's I think that's a fun matchup because you have the the Chiefs that have been you know the top of the NFL for the last couple of years now, and you have the Lions that have been at the bottom of the NFL for my entire life yes. and now they're now they're up and coming right uh, it, it's going to be one of those games to kind of you know set the season off on a bang you know are these lions actually for real or are they just frauds right this is what we saw last year you know legit um or was it just you know uh, one of those lucky seasons that we see one of those um hit and misses one of those one hit wonders right so definitely fun there um and then, yeah, I mean, then you have, like, you know, the normal teams that we play. I'm not going to get into each, you know, individual week. Uh, I was I was curious, though, just from a scheduling standpoint. Uh, or first off, I do love that we're playing Philadelphia off the bye. I always look to see which, uh, hopefully, one of the toughest matchups we have, I hope, is off of a bye. Because as I said before, Andy Reid and Chiefs are super good off the bye. Yes. So historically, the Chiefs are really good in September especially Patrick Mahomes. So I, I always look to see who are we starting the season with because those are pretty much all going to be wins. Where is our bye? Who are we playing after the bye? And then who are we playing towards the end? Because the Chiefs always turn it on towards the end of the season as well. They always go really hot into the playoffs. So um, no, not too many hard teams in the month of September. Uh, don't want to look, I don't want to look, overlook Detroit, so I won't. But Jacksonville, I think, is definitely the hardest there in the first three weeks. That's at Jacksonville in Florida. Um, and then that Sunday night game uh, against New York, um, that's going to be the Jets specifically. That's that's going to be a fun one, I think. Uh, that's exciting to see. Um, I was curious to see that we hit three division games in a row, week six yeah. through eight, Denver, Los Angeles, and Denver again. That was weird. I don't really like having division games like that, like especially the rematches, right? There's only one week in between us playing Denver. And I don't, I don't know. I don't really – not that it really, I guess, yeah. you know, is either good or bad. I just don't like it. I like when those are, are spread out. Um, so that was kind of weird. Um, but um, I, I hate the Miami game that's in Germany. I think that was stupid, but it is it is what it is. But um, the end, I mean, the end of it is going to be 
um, isn't even that tough, right? We have, uh, you know, we have the Eagles, and then we go to Las Vegas, and then we go to Green Bay. You know, I don't think those two games are going to be too difficult for us. Then we have Buffalo, but that's at home. Patriots, I don't think are going to be a good team. We get Vegas again right before we end the season against Joe Burrow and the Bengals, and then the Chargers again at Week 18. So, um, pretty favorable matchup for us at the end of the season as well to kind of get you know hit the ground running and, um, and seal up. Hopefully, we can seal up that division and that one seed pretty quick there to where um, those last couple of games you know don't don't matter too much. But um, I, I think. I, I think it's I think it's a good schedule. I think the the hard teams, you know, the difficult teams are spread out pretty pretty evenly. They're not too close. I'll be interested to see more what the division looks like um, come into week ten in our bye week, just because we'll have played um, the full the full Denver slate, all right, and then at least the LA Chargers once. So kind of see where the division is going into the bye to kind of get an idea of that. But I think going into this, I, I think you know. You know, very favorable schedule. I, I like where we have the bye week. I would have liked it maybe at week 12 instead of week 10. Um, but I like that we at least get the bye after the Germany trip, unlike yes. the Jaguars get after their trip. So, you know, that's nice. It, it sucks that our bye week is the same as the Eagles, so it kind of neutralizes it. Uh, but I think it's pretty good. One fun fact, though, uh, about the Chiefs schedule is, um, the Chiefs play actually six straight games with less rest than their opponent. So weeks 12 through 17, right? So essentially finishing out the year, every single game the Chiefs play in are at a rest disadvantage. So meaning huh. that the team they play has rested more days than them. So is that, you know, is that going to be difficult? Is that for the Chiefs? Like are their teams getting more rested? Is that what's going to make it hard? I don't really buy into it that much. I just thought that was kind of an interesting anecdote that um, yeah, um, that they are going to be at that rest disadvantage. So um, I, it's never really something I, I've paid attention to. I just saw someone you mentioned on Twitter, and I thought that was interesting, kind of how that schedule broke down. I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not reading too much into it. I just thought that was an interesting statistic. So, so you can say, you know, that the league isn't doing the Chiefs any favors, I guess, right? If you want to say, you know, the Chiefs are the league's favorite and, it's rigged, it's scripted, yada, yada. You can at least say, you know, well, they're at a rested advantage for six straight weeks. So it's probably not, you know, scripted in, in favor of the Chiefs by any means. But yeah, just some thoughts there there on that on that little anecdote there. But overall, I, I'm happy with the schedule. I think it'll be a, a fun season for the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, on that the little rest thing, you know, kind of same thing with the, the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, you guys earned – a tougher schedule than than any other team, right? Winning the Super Bowl, you shouldn't be rewarded a cupcake schedule, right? You guys should have to sure. earn your way back up. And I don't think this is this is too bad either. You know, you, you've got you got some tough opponents, but like you you know, Green Bay finished third. They have easier opponents. You guys finished first year division. You've got tougher opponents, right? That's it's what makes the league fun. We don't we don't want to see the Chiefs play the the Commanders every other week and just blow them out. We want to see the rematch of the Super Bowl. We want to see the, you know, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow type games. So I this is a pretty good. I think that by week being week 10 is a little rough and a rest preparation, but it's great, you know, coming back from Germany. You could take, you know, a couple of days off to get rid of that jet lag and then go into a two-week preparation or 11-day preparation for the Eagles. And uh, the other thing that kind of helped you out is early in the season, you know, you got a Thursday night game to start the, the season off week four is a Sunday night game. 
you've got, I think, a Monday night game right against the Broncos the first time. So you've you've got some later games gives you, a, you know, just a little bit more rest than if you had to kick off, you know, at noon. I know it's not, it, you know, hours, you know, minutes, but everything counts, right? NFL is a game of inches. So I think, you know, you earned the primetime slots and they're going to benefit you. I Yeah. So another quick thing too, two things that I forgot to mention. So one, I was very curious that we didn't get a primetime game against the Chargers. Um, yeah. We always we always have a primetime game against the Chargers the past like four or five years. And those are always electric games. Like they come down Incredible. to like the last position. So I was confused why they gave us a Bronco primetime game versus a Charger primetime game. So I'm not for sure yeah. what, what they were thinking. I think the league is probably banking quite a lot on the Sean Payton um, coaching hire. So, but uh, that was interesting. And then two, another thing is, is the chiefs only play at noon twice. Yes. You only have two games at noon. So that's six primetime games, right? Where they're the only team on. And then all the other games are on the late window, right? At 325, which is only like two games playing at that time. Yeah. So it's not technically primetime, but there only be one of two teams on. So they're like as much as primetime, like as much, you know, eyes on them as can be, they're they're there. Right. The league yeah. knows that the Chiefs are must watch TV. So even when they can't, right, they they get capped at six primetime games, right? You can only have six primetime games, but another, you know, workaround, a cheat, if you will, is putting in the, putting a team in that late window to have like a semi primetime game. And the Chiefs have like pretty much their whole entire schedule is going to be primetime slash semi primetime. So, you know, that that's also super exciting because that just gives more time for, for them to shine and, and, and ball out with almost, well, let's be honest, if the Chiefs are on, everyone's going to be watching. Yes, yes. And one of your noon windows is Christmas Day anyway, so you're the only game on at that time against the uh, Rams. Or not Rams, Raiders. Raiders. That's Christmas True. Day. So, there, right, you, yeah. you know, that's that's you know that was the, the primetime game that Kirk Cousins won last year, right, to break his streak. It was yeah. a, like a noon Thanksgiving Day game. So it's technically primetime, but is it really? So, you know, you could debate that. But uh, so, you know, there's only one time that really that there's a lot of other options to be watching. I mean, you'd be going to watch the Chiefs anyway. Any normal person would. And the noon game is against Trevor Lawrence. So that's almost must see TV anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, the, the the league knows that Pat Mahomes sells, you know, sells clicks, sells tickets. So they put him on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, that kind of gives our breakdown there. Let's go ahead and go into the amount of primetime games for each team. Now, I thought this was very interesting. So I always look at this as this is what the NFL, this is, these are the teams that the NFL expects to be good and expect to be bad based on how many primetime games these teams are given, right? So if you get the most primetime games, the NFL expects you to be good. If you get the least or zero, the NFL does not think you're going to be good at all. Obviously, you know, you control your own destiny, so you could be good. You could even get flexed into some. You can even get flexed out of some, right? Nothing is technically set in stone, but going into the season, this is the number of primetime games for every NFL team. So the max of six, we have the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Bills, the Cowboys. At five is the Jets, the Giants, Packers, Vikings, Raiders, Eagles, and 49ers. At four, we have Lions. Bears, Broncos, Ravens, Bengals, Patriots, and Steelers. At three, we have the Saints, the Seahawks, the Jags, and the Dolphins. 
At two is the Bucks, the Browns, the Titans, the Panthers, and the Rams. With just one is the Commanders. And with zero are the Texans, Falcons, Cardinals, and Colts. So Chase, what are your kind of initial thoughts here? Um, I think they nailed it with the four teams that got the six primetime games, right? Those are must-watch TV. KC, the uh, the Chargers, the Buffalo Bills, and the Dallas Cowboys, right? We can debate about the Cowboys a little bit if you want, but when they're on, they're selling tickets, everyone's watching them. So I think that's a very important uh, thing to to have right now. And I think they just nailed that out of the park. I think it gets a little sketchy as we go down, right? The the five teams, I'm glad Green Bay has five, five primetime games. The Vikings have five of them. Detroit's got four. Chicago's got four of them. For some reason, Washington gets a primetime game. Tampa Bay got two of them out of nowhere. So I, I think it's a little sketchy the farther you get down, the reason they didn't. The number one, number two, and number four pick, all quarterbacks this year, have zero primetime games. That is crazy to me, right? You're going to sell this draft as a huge, big experience, get all these clicks. I think it was, what, 30 million people watched the first night of the draft, and then you're not going to reward any of those picks with primetime games. I understand you don't want to too. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bryce Young does get two. And it, w- it was the second, the third pick, and the fourth pick because uh-huh. Will Anderson and CJ, I apologize. Yep. So Bryce Young got his dues, but AR and CJ Stroud are just left to rot in the dust. And I think my biggest gripe is the Giants getting five primetime picks, e- or pri- not primetime picks, primetime games. Even the games they won, they weren't fun to watch. The Giants are not a fun football team to watch. Daniel Jones is wildly inconsistent. That defense is just there, I guess. They had a really good streak. They got hot at the right time, made the playoffs. But are you telling me week one, Sunday night football, we've got to watch uh, the Giants versus the Cowboys instead of watching Trevor Lawrence and Anthony Richardson square off? That could easily be a better primetime game. You know, put that on a on a Monday night. Let me you see T-Law against his rival for years to come and Anthony Richardson. That's a way easier sell than sell than watching the Cowboys beat the snot out of the Giants. So it's just it's just kind of wild there. But I guess when you're the Cowboys, you get those four teams up into the, the next bracket. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I agree with the Giants. I'm not for sure why they rewarded with with five with five games. Like, yes, you know, they they made a playoff, they won a playoff game. But you're gonna give them five. You're almost the max primetime games. Like that just seems silly. Because I agree with you. Like they're not a fun team to watch. Like they, you know, I, I, I don't agree with that. But the worst, the worst thing here is the Las Vegas Raiders get five primetime games. That is you wild. finish third or fourth in your division the past three four years. Don't really get any better. And you're going to be rewarded with five primetime games. Tell me how the Cincinnati Bengals, two AFC championship appearances, one Super Bowl appearance, don't have more primetime games than Las Vegas Raiders. What? What? That's this. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Like that was that was the biggest thing that I saw when I saw that was the Raiders having five and at least having more than the Bengals. Like if you want to give the Raiders four, like. Okay, whatever. I guess they have Jimmy G. I, I don't know. Whatever. Um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. 
you know, porn star Jimmy's going to go off in, in the in Las yeah. Vegas, right? He was he was made for Vegas, so he, he'll be fine, yeah, I guess. That's true. But the the team itself is horrible. They did not get any better. They're going to suck again this year, and they have more. And we're going to be forced to freaking watch it. And like, it, you can even put the Ravens over the Ravens. The Ravens have four. The Bengals have four. I would even the Lions have four. I would put the freaking Lions over the Raiders. I would put. I just. I just. I don't get like what yeah. have the Raiders. What have the Raiders done recently? And then what have they done just like this off season to warrant five, almost the maximum amount of primetime games? I just. I, you don't even. The Dolphins don't. The Dolphins <laughs> only have three. Have three. The Seahawks only have three. The Jaguars only have three. Like all three of those teams were playoff teams last year. And yeah. they have two less than than the Raiders. I just, I, I, I'm just, I'm just baffled that the league scheduled the Raiders that much times. So I'm just baffled. Yeah, no, that is that is a uh, kind of a question mark. And also another thing I wanted to point out about the primetime games, right? The handbasket that is the NFC North. Green Bay has five, Minnesota has five, Detroit has four, Chicago has four. That's crazy, right? All those teams could potentially be awful. All of them could potentially be good, but we have no idea, right? That's kind of a mystery for all four teams. And they just rewarded that division with with primetime games. I understand like all four of those teams have pretty good fans and they, you know, they get, you know, Green Bay and Chicago, they drive the clicks up, you know, when they, you know, they're must watch TV per se. But uh, it's it's crazy. I just think that was kind of wild too that they have all of these picks because like not even, not even uh, uh, the NFC North or AFC West, uh, AFC West, sorry, the chiefs division, you know, Denver only has three primetime games. You got the, the Vegas, you know, we talked about the Vegas has five. I wonder if that's a little bit because they play such good opponents right there. You know, I wonder if they got a primetime game against the chargers or something like that, you know, where they are highlighting the other team and they're just kind of tagging along like Washington. Washington's one primetime game is not to highlight Washington. They're just playing a game, a team that they wanted to put in primetime, so they put them in. I think it's the Cowboys. So It's the Bears. Oh, is it the Bears? That's yeah. wild. Never mind. I yeah. take that back. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. I mean, and then touching on the zero primetime games, like, obviously, I'm fine with the Cardinals. I don't think they deserve a primetime yes. game. Um, but I would give, I would give the Texans and I would give the Falcons at least one primetime game. Yeah. Uh, just because you have the Texans have number two pick and the number three overall pick. Like that was a big splash. Like you're telling me you can't market yes. that a, into a primetime game, especially whenever CJ Stroud and Bryce Young play each other yeah. this season. You tell me that. Yeah. Picks number one and picks number two could not have been a primetime game. Like the the the, it's not even like I mean the, the Texans and Panthers right. We're not expecting anything over them, so it could be you know it's a horrible game. But like just the the matchup right of the overall yes. picks number one and number two would sell a bajillion of tickets. Like I would watch that, and if it sucked, it sucks. Like that's you know that's unfortunate, but you know what? It's not like you're giving us a better alternative. Like that'd be a super fun matchup. So at least having like one primetime game for the top the top picks of the draft like i don't know i, I just that's a missed there's just some things i i just don't know how they miss like there's just some things yes. that are so cut and dry that's like why would you not do that like why yeah, and yeah I, just, when, I would like, love to know a reason why i don't exactly. think it's i don't think it'd be a good one but it's just 
yeah, with with Atlanta, you know, not getting a primetime game, Bijan's going to be like one of the highest picks this year in fantasy football, and you're not going to market that at all. That's where most of your fan watching, you know, your casual fan watching is from fantasy football. They watch to see their team, and Bijan's going to be a pick that everyone picks, and you're not going to put him in primetime at all. Even just a Thursday night game, like we're, we're going to get into it, but these Thursday night games, they're not great. You tell me you couldn't put Bijan on a Thursday night game. That's just wild. Man. Another thing too, I was thinking about here, just looking at it. So the Jaguars only have technically three primetime games. I'm wondering since they, they played two in London, since those are the only games on, if they're like counting that possibly as mm-hmm. like primetime games. But not really, because it's like at, I mean, I'd say it's the worst time. time. It's 9.30 a.m. in the morning. So that's that's even, that would just be a horrible prime thing. So they did the, yes. they did the Jags dirty for sure. But um, Yes, they did. Uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. A lot of, you know, a lot of good decisions, right? I don't mind. So any of the, any of the top six teams, right? So the, the Chiefs, Chargers, Bills, and Cowboys, I don't mind any of them being, um, being yeah. in, in the top six because I think they have, they're, they're good teams and they have good players that are marketable, right? I agree. That's the whole point of the primetime games, right? Yes. Um, and then with the five, with the five games, I'm pretty much on board with those. You know, obviously the Giants and Raiders don't make much sense. I mean, the Giants at least no. make more sense than the Raiders. True, um, true. But um, other than that, I think I, I think it's it's okay. Uh, I'm not too upset about it, but there are just some questionable things there where it's just yeah. the, the league had some opportunities and, and, and they missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. Well, that's a good segue here, Chase, to go into exactly. our top five rankings so let's go ahead and get started with the worst of them and let's do top five thursday night football games for this upcoming season chase go ahead all right i'm gonna give you give you my top five starting at five of course we've got cincy and baltimore that only hit five because i don't you know i don't know how great Baltimore is going to be, and since he's kind of owned them for a while now, I don't think Joe Burrow's even lost to the Raiders yet. So that's, you know, that that's the two good teams, but one team consistently wins. How good of a matchup is that? Number two, I've got Carolina and Chicago. Bryce Young, Justin Fields, right? They've It's going to be a high-flying, high-anticipation game. Not much stakes in that one, but good selling points, right? The number one pick here, the next star of the league, right? Justin Fields. I just learned this week. Do you know Justin Fields was 10th in MVP votings this year or last year? Really? Wild. Next, I've got next I've got Minnesota and Philly. I think those are some of the better teams playing uh, in, on Thursday night. They were supposed to meet in the playoffs. Minnesota choked. And I just hope that Philly embarrasses them like they did last year. That's, my, that's one of my favorite games to watch is Kirk Cousins in primetime. Number two, I've got Seattle and Dallas, right? There's no real selling point there except for two good teams going at it. Dak Prescott, Geno, can he be the real guy? You've got DK against uh, Diggs. You've got Micah Parsons against that improving Seattle offensive line. Then that brings me to my number one game of the Niners at Seattle. That is going to have huge playoff implications. It's going to be a fun game. How good are the Niners? We really don't know. You know, who are they going to start at quarterback? That Seattle Seahawks made such big additions in the draft, getting Devon Witherspoon and uh, JSN as their slot wide receiver. So I think that's going to be the best Thursday night game this year. 
Oh, is that the Thanksgiving game? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay, I was confused. I was like, I don't see that on the Thursday night football thing. Um, <laughs> but I get it because it's technically a Sunday night football Sunday game. Night. But on, yeah, yeah. on Thursday, I'll let, I'll let that slide. <laughs> um, so um, going here, so my top five here. So we'll start with number five. I have week 10 Panthers versus the Bears. Okay. Um, similar, similar to kind of you. Um, they just kind of get the fifth spot because there's not a lot of not a lot of good matches up here on Thursday night football. I think there's a lot of lopsided matchups and some matchups that are just kind of blah, right? Yeah. And so um, Panthers and Bears, I think, could actually be a, f a fun game to watch. Um, just I'm excited to see, you know, Justin Fields with his improved offensive line and his improved offensive weapons, and I'm excited to see Bryce Young um, to see if he's everything that I think he's going to be, right? And it's going to be a primetime game for a chance to both teams to show out. So. I think that could be super fun. Um, but number four, I have week four. Actually, you'll like this pick. I actually have Lions versus Packers okay. as a top Thursday night game. And that's just because um, uh, the the Lions swept them last year, right? The Lions are up and coming. The Packers are rebuilding, not really rebuilding. Yeah, they're transition. remodeling, um, if you will. Um, so to kind of be see, you know, to see if, if, you know, the, the, the lines are going to flip the tables and kind of be that dominant, you know, team there at the end of senior. So that's going to be a fun one for me to watch. Um, I have been on number three, um, Seahawks versus Cowboys. Um, I agree. I think that's going to be a, I think that's going to be a possible playoff matchup. And I think the Seahawks are going to be good. I think the Cowboys are going to be good. Um, I don't think anyone's will, there'll be enough, you know, to be the top of the NFC. Uh, but I think that'll be that'll be a good solid, solid matchup and, and a fun one to watch. Excited to see Jackson Smith and Big Juba run all over that field. <laughs> and then I have Bengals versus Ravens in Week Eleven. Um, so it's the the Ravens really haven't been at full strength the past two years because Lamar Jackson um, has been injured. Uh, I think this year he's rejuvenated um, after you know the long season of rest that he had, obviously coming off of his new contract. So I think the Ravens are going to be a fun team to watch. I don't really know if they have that all the pieces there, but I love Mark Andrews. I love Zay Flowers. So um, they definitely have, you know, a fun offense there. And if Lamar Jackson is fully healthy, that division battle there, I think it'd be a fun one to watch. And then um, my top one is, is going to be the first Black Friday football game. I have the Miami okay. Dolphins and the New York Jets. Jets. Um, I think – I think that's going to be it's going to be a division game, and I think it's I think it's going to be fun. The fact that it's it's playing on that primetime game, you know, Black Friday, um, I think it'll be at that point, right, week twelve, where we'll know. Uh, I think by week twelve, you know for sure whether your teams are actual contenders or not. By that yeah. point, you weed it out. So these are two division teams with playoff hopes. One made the playoffs last year. We'll see if two is healthy. You know. We'll see that. We'll see if Aaron Rodgers and, and the Jets are clicking at that point. And so I think, you know, if, if those two teams are at their full strength, I think that could be a phenomenal game to watch. And that the fact that it's a division game makes it all the more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Divisional games are the best. Yeah. I think, you know, fun to have Aaron Rodgers on that, that Friday night, Thursday night football game. And, uh, you know, just kind of rough pickings on the Thursday night game, right? They don't give us a lot to deal with. Yeah, the Thursday, Thursday night just have a lot of a blah games. Not really a lot of fun matchups, honestly. Like, 
it's just yeah i don't know it's just not very good but yeah. that's that's thursday night football for you yeah. um let's hit up the monday night football perfect um monday so let me go ahead and give you my top five here real quick chase yep um so number five i have week six cowboys versus chargers um I think that'll be I think that'll be fun because it's going to be this revenge game with Kellen Moore. Um, he's going to be able to go back against you know the team that that scapegoated him um, yeah. out there in <laughs> Dallas. Um, he's going to have be working with a more talented uh, offense, a more talented quarterback with Justin Herbert. So it would be exciting to see kind of what that looks like. But I think that could be a, a fun matchup when the Cowboys come into into LA. Uh, and then I have week nine, again, the Chargers, but this time it's the Chargers versus the Jets. Okay. Um, same thing. I just think I, I like that match, matchup. Chargers and Jets, I think they match up well. I think the firepower on the Chargers offense going against the firepower on the Jets defense is going to be a fun position battle to watch. So excited to see that play out in prime time. And then I have week 16. That's going to be the Ravens versus the 49ers. Uh, I, I just think again, um, I'm not like high on the Ravens. I just think the Ravens will be a fun team to watch. I'm just banking on Lamar Jackson playing more closer to his MVP level. Um, uh, because that was just a fun team to watch. Like, you know, whatever yeah. you think about the Ravens or Lamar Jackson, that was just a fun team to watch. And so Absolutely. pairing up against the 49ers, another fun team to watch. I think that'll be a fun game. Uh, number two, I had the Bengals versus Jaguars because I think this is a potential mm -hmm. AFC championship matchup. Yeah. Um, won't lie to you like Chiefs fan here I, I I don't anticipate the Chiefs not being an AFC championship game but this definitely is a scenario where we can see the Bengals and the Jags in the AFC championship so I think we'll get a nice little preview here a little taste of what that could possibly look like come in January so excited to see that and see I'm just excited to see the Jaguars this year I think the Jaguars are going to be a fun yes. team and to see Trevor Lawrence go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Burroughs uh, I mean, we've seen the Mahomes versus the Burroughs matchups here the last couple of years. And when two quarterbacks go, you know, head to head like that, it's just, it's just fun to watch. And then my top one, um, and how could this not be the best game? It's going to exactly. be the Super Bowl rematch, Eagles versus Chiefs. Um, and it's just the fact, obviously, is is because, one, it is the Super Bowl matchup. Um, but, um, two, it, it, it's because it's just it's just that, that Super Bowl, you know, rematch of two. That was such a fun Super Bowl to watch. There's so evenly matched teams to where it's just offense, 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 offense. Neither of the defenses are good enough to stop the offense of the other team. And so it's just going to be a fireworks show because uh, both teams are relatively staying the same, right? No too drastic of uh, changes player-wise. There were, there were some more so I think for the Eagles and the Chiefs, um, but there's still the core players there, I think are still intact. So um, it's still going to be, be a fun game to watch. And um It'll be a great Monday night game there in Arrowhead. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Of course, that's number one. That's got to be. So I'll just start. I'll just start at number one this time because, of course, that's the number one game. Super Bowl rematch. You're you've got the same quarterbacks coming together, right? The everyone that made that made an impact in that Super Bowl is still kind of on the teams. So it's going to be just another. You know, and of course, you've got Travis and Jason Kelsey, right? When it gets a little personal like that, it gives even a, another level of excitement to the games. Number two, I actually have the New York Jets and the LA Chargers. Aaron Rodgers against Justin Herbert, the best, you know, two of the best quarterbacks duking it out with uh, Aaron Rodgers' new team and uh, uh, the Chargers finally getting an offensive coordinator that wants to use Herbert for what he's good at instead of the dinking and dunking. 
Uh, I'm just excited for the Chargers next year, and I'm excited for the Jets, so I put them at number two. Number three, I have Cincinnati Jags for the same reason you said, AFC you know, title game potential. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to take another jump. I'm all in on Trevor Lawrence, have been for a while now. He's my dude. And then number number four, I've got another game that you said, Dallas versus the Chargers, Kellen Moore's revenge game, that personal. Then number five, this might be a little bit mean more to me, but I've got Green Bay going to Vegas, right? Devontae against his former team. No Aaron Rodgers, but still Jordan Love. I think that's going to, you know, that's just a little bit personal game. And I think that's a big turning point for Green Bay, right? Week five. So it's a big one. If we win that one, it kind of sets the tone for the rest, you know, going to a bye week with a win. So uh, that's my five Monday night football games. And those are significantly better than the Thursday games. Yeah, no, absolutely significantly. And I mean, there were other, even other games in there that I, that I could have picked to be in my top five. So Thursday yes. night with the Thursday night games, I just had it, I had it literally because we're making a top five. I just had to pick, you know, five yes. matches up. I'm aware it was, it was a struggle, honestly, just to figure out which ones to pick here. Where there's, with these ones, with this Monday night game, with these Monday night matchups, I actually had to sit there and, you know, consider which ones I had to leave out because there were some other good ones in there. I mean, week one with the Bills and Jets could be a stellar game. Mm -hmm. The reason why I didn't have that in there is just because I'm just, I'm not sure about the Jets early. Yeah. Um, I know what the Bills have early. I'm not sure about the Jets. And so I'm not for sure just how long the Jets are going to, how long it's going to take for the Jets to put together. Are they going to be to come out running or it's going to take a while? So, you know, that was a game. I even think the 49ers and Vikings game in week seven, I think that say. could also be, you know, that could also be a good one. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, other match, different matchups there um, that definitely could, could be there. But um, um, let's yeah. go ahead and see the big one of the best of the best the Sunday best. night football. Yes. Chase, give me your top five for <clears> Sunday <throat> night. All right, starting at five, a very important game for this channel right here, KC versus Green Bay. Huge, huge game, huge game in Green Bay. That's going to be great. Week 13, later in the season, every, everything's rolling by week 13. Uh, just can't wait for that one. Circle that one on the schedule right away. Number four, I've got Baltimore at uh, the Chargers. Herbert versus Lamar. We've talked about how great those teams are going to be. I'm not going to rehash it, but great. Number three is Bills and Cincinnati, right? We got we didn't get to see that last year. This year, hopefully, we'll be, be able to see it, right? We want to see Burrow versus Allen, right? Well, we those saw two, it in the playoffs. It's true. That's true. A little, little different banged up team, demoralized team that we've seen from Buffalo. But uh, this team won't be, right? And those are the two, you know, you can put them wherever, but those are the kind of one and two guys, right? So who's going to take that, that number two behind Pat Mahomes? Then I've got four. I've got Dallas and 49ers. Those teams hate each other. They've hated each other forever. They've, they've battled out in the playoffs, and sadly, them boys never really seem to get over the 49ers. But I think this is just going to be a great game. Then number one, I hate to say, the game that I'm most excited for the entire season, Kansas City in New York. I want to see. We've been waiting so long to see Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes play, right? The two most talented players to ever throw the football. Just throw the football. You know, you talk about wins and all of that. Those two guys stand alone, and we're finally going to get one. Too bad it couldn't be in the green and gold, but at least it's in the green and white, right? 
Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm not counting on that happening yet. There's just something been with the football <laughs> gods. Yes. You know, it was Mahomes' weird knee injury, and it was Rodgers with COVID. COVID. I mean, it's just something happens, Georgia's prevents where the football guys just don't want it to happen. So yes. excited for it. Hopefully it happens. But it's one yeah. of those things where it's like, I'm not going <laughs> to believe it happening until it's actually happening. Yes. Um, well, let me go ahead and give you mine here. So like, coming in at number five, I've got the Ravens versus the Jags in week 15. Okay. Same thing we've said before. I think those two teams are going to be fun to watch. It's going to be one, obviously, with yes. heavily, heavy playoff implications. So. That'll be fun. Uh, week 12, Ravens again, Ravens versus Chargers. Same same thing, right? Two, two top teams um, in the AFC, I think, buying there for um, second place in their division. Uh, week four, or sorry, number three is when I have the week four there with the Chiefs versus the Jets. I think this okay. could easily be number one. I, I'm not mad about it that you have that number one. It's just what I've said before is I don't know what Jets yes. are going to get that early in the season. Yeah. I know I get the Chiefs good at the season. I don't know when I get the Jets good. Uh, I just, I really have, you know, PTSD isn't the right word, but I really have angst about going in on new quarterbacks with their teams because of what happened with Russell Wilson last year with the Broncos. Yeah. And so I think Aaron Rodgers, hands down, is, is definitely a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. So I'm not trying to say, you know, that's necessarily going to happen. But it's just I just I can't get fully behind it until I until yeah. I see it. Plus, it's hard to come to a new team, to a new thing like that, to be good. Um, and so there at that early this season, I'm just not sure yet. But I think it'll still be a good matchup. At number two, I got Week 14 Eagles versus Cowboys. Um, those are great division games that those we have. Great. We didn't get it last year because um, Dak was hurt one game and then Jalen was hurt one game, so we never got a game between Hurts and Dak. And they were both phenomenal high-scoring games. And so I think if we get them here with both quarterbacks there, I think that could be a very fun game. A shootout, honestly, going back and forth, it can be a really fun one to watch. Obviously, with yeah. huge playoff implications. Yes. Um, and then my number one, um, so it's a game you've already said before, um, but since it's technically a, a Sunday night game, even though it is played on a Thursday, okay. I've got the 49ers versus the Seahawks. Um, that's... That's the Thanksgiving game I'm really excited to watch, and that's the Sunday football game I'm, I'm most excited to watch, excited I think, um, is is just because I, I know the 49ers are going to be good. I'm excited to see what the Seahawks have been killing it with the draft the past two yes. seasons. I love the pickup with Devin Witherspoon and, and Jackson Smith and Juba. And so I'm, I'm excited to see kind of what the Seahawks become. Right, yeah. is Geno Smith going to be able to build off of what he did last year? This is going to be a huge divisional game. And I'm just, I'm excited. I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. And I think the Seahawks are a top team in the NFC as well. And just division rivals obviously are, are the best. And I'm just excited to see kind of how the Seahawks look. So that's the game I've got penciled in here for, especially for Thanksgiving. Definitely the one I'm most excited to watch. And then overall in Sunday Night Football. Yes, yes. These and these all all of these games are are great. There's just very there's very few misses on Sunday night football. I I mean that could change, right? I think a couple of years ago it looked great on paper, and then we get into the season and injuries and stuff like that happen, and teams weren't as good. And then all of a sudden we're watching the worst games ever. But from here, I'm I'm not seeing too many of them that I would I would be like, oh, you gotta find a better matchup, right? I mean, some of them that didn't make the cut, Miami at Philly, right? That's going to be a great game. Um, 
we talked about uh, Utah, um, Cincinnati uh, Steelers. That's always a very physical game. Green Bay, Minnesota is up there. So there's there's some great ones up there. Yeah, I mean, definitely games I leave off. I mean, the Bills at Chargers, um, you know, that would be a good one. I'm honestly, I'm not, I'm not high at Bills versus Bengals. So let me tell you why. Is because I think the Bengals are just a far better team than the Bills. Um, I think I think the playoff game shocked a lot of people how dominant the 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 Bengals were over the Bills. It did not shock me at all, and I think it wouldn't have shocked everybody if that original game during the season would have played out. Because if you if you look at it, the Bengals walked down and scored, or they stopped the Bills, went down and scored with ease, and then. They were getting ready. They stopped them again, and then the Bengals were driving to score again before the injury happened. And so I think, I think that game got would would have gotten out of hand just like the playoff game was. So I, I wasn't surprised at all when that happened because I think that's the match. I think the Bengals are by far the better team. So that's why I'm not too excited about it. Too I get it. About that the, one. I, I get you know the Bills and you know are I I mean I think it goes I think Chiefs. So it goes one, two, and three, right? Chiefs. Bengals and Bills, Bills and then Jaguars. But I think Absolutely. the Bill I think this is year that the Bills fall out of that and I think the Jaguars come up and replace them. That's my I can, hot take. I can I'm see calling that. my shot now where it's gonna no, go. I, I Chiefs, absolutely can see that. Bengals, Bills, or Chiefs, Bengals, Jaguars, Bills. I can I absolutely that is that I, I I'm with you. That that Bills team's not meant to play in the playoffs. They're kind of a regular season kind of like the uh, the Saints were for a couple of years, right? They were great in the regular season, and then by the time they got to the playoffs, they just didn't have the steam. It's kind of how the Bills are built, too. So Kind of how the Packers have been, too. Yeah, we're built to win. We just haven't. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so that's kind of my thoughts in there. But let us know in the comments your favorite matchups, your rankings for Thursday night, Friday night, and Sunday night. Maybe we did your team dirty. We don't think very highly of your team <laughs> playing on a primetime game, and that's just too damn bad because <laughs> if you were good, we'd want to watch you. Exactly, exactly. But definitely super excited. We've got some more schedule breakdown stuff to kind of get into um, here the following weeks. Uh, we're going into this dry spell here, so trying to spread out content as, as much as we can so we have some, some stuff to talk about. So um, thanks for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you rate us. Uh, make sure you comment. Make sure you subscribe um, so you can get our videos when they're reposted. And so um, thanks again for joining. We'll catch you next time here on All Things on Football. All Things Football.